I'm your host, Ernest Ortiz. Welcome to Change the Chapter, where self-improvement comes first. Happy hump day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. And I want to start this off by saying there is no such thing as a perfect person. There is no such thing as a perfect relationship. doesn't matter whether you have it with your parents, your friends, or a relationship with a significant other. There's no such thing as perfect. You're going to have your problems. You're going to have your issues. You're going to have your misunderstanding. It's just going to happen. There's no such thing as perfect. The best thing you can do is to try to make it as perfect as possibly as you can. Make it good. Make it worth it. Make sure you go ahead and become best friends. Vibrate with one another. Make sure your vibration are on the same frequency. Connect with one another. Communicate. Understand. Listen. Express. And another thing, make sure if someone makes you feel bad in that relationship, you go ahead and you tell them. Don't be afraid to call that person out. Don't be afraid to express yourself. Don't be afraid to say how you're feeling because what happens is you start biting your tongue and you hold on to it and hold on to it and hold on to it. You sweep it under the rug and eventually you're going to explode. Communication is by far key of everything. There is just nothing else in the relationship that is more important than communication. The only way you're going to understand each other is by communicating and expressing, as I said. You got to make sure that you accept the person for their flaws because no one's perfect. Accept them with their insecurities, reassure them, and understand that they might have baggage that is not your fault. In the relationship, make sure you do everything in your power to express to them, hey, listen, I am not your past, I am your present. Don't bring your past relationship into your present relationship. You can discuss your relationships. Absolutely. I think that is a great thing to do to express how you experience your past relationships. See where you think that you messed up and bring it up to your point and be like, hey, look, this situation happened before. I felt like this. You know, do you feel that I was the one that causing the issues? If you ask them type of questions, though, <laughs> be certain and be sure that you are not going to get defensive if you ask them questions because I'm guilty of that. I have asked that question. I'm like, you really think so? Like, you really think I did that? Like, how could you see that? (laughs) And and it's just, it doesn't feel like you're attacking the person. So don't do that. I used to be that way. I am very guilty of it. When you ask them questions, you got to be able to go ahead and take the criticism. It's part of the relationship. You're going to have to do it. One thing I will say, don't worry about how their relationship went. Don't worry about how good or how bad without them feeling comfortable and expressing it. I don't think we should personally ask, but hey, so, you know, about your ex-relationship, you know, did this, don't, don't do that. that that's, that's personal. You wasn't part of their life at that time. I don't think that's something that you should be asking or questioning. Let that person be able to bring that up themselves. You know, you can ask, be like, questions but don't get into the personal part because once you do that i just feel like it's a um it's a violation of privacy being totally honest there's just some things that you're not supposed to talk about example don't talk about each other's sex count (laughs) do not be like hey how many people you slept with no how many you slept that doesn't matter (laughs) that is not going to make or break your relationship don't be asking people sex counts do not do that in your relationship it is so Ugh, don't do that. Do not. Please don't do that. 
make sure as well when you're having this communication with one another you go ahead and you express what you feel how they make you feel and why they make you feel that way because if you don't do that you know what starts to happen when you don't express it and let's say they know they made you feel bad and you don't say anything about it there's a strong possibility assumptions are going to start you might make assumptions they might make assumptions they'll be like "Mm, they don't care they don't love me it's not that serious to them we when you're in a relationship you should not be making assumptions of one another if you feel that you have an assumption you have a thought process express it be like hey listen you know this came to mind um i just want to let you know this is how i feel can we discuss it have the discussion make sure when you're having the discussion neither one of you are upset angry at one another don't raise your voice to one another and let one another speak when one person is speaking the other person listens. When that person is done, then the next person goes. When you guys are just constantly going back and forth, back and forth, it's just turning into a big debate that you don't want to have. And if somebody storms off and walks away, be like, hey, listen, you don't want to continue talking, you can ask. And they'll be like, no, leave me alone for right now. Leave the person alone. Take five minutes. Or even before that, if you see any one of you are getting hostile with one another and you guys are raising your voice and talking disrespectful or not listening, you feel like nobody's paying attention, Say, hey, listen, I think right now we need to take five to ten minutes. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to listen to some music for a little bit. When I feel calm and I'm relaxed and I feel like I can talk, I will come tell you. And then you let me know if you're ready. I think that is the best way to communicate a issue between couples and between anybody. It's, it's an improving. It's just an improving way for people to actually learn how to communicate and be better with one another and understand and give the respect to not use words that we're going to apologize for later where we're going to be like, mm, I shouldn't have said that. I just think it's, it's, it's very important to do that. It really is. And remember, it is not always about how much you can see in the person and how much they can do for you in a relationship. It's more about how they can put you in a place of comfort that no one else can. That is very important in your relationship. And in order for you to build it with one another, it's just going to come down to communication and expressing. It's, it's literally the best way to go ahead and understand. And if you can't get your message across, remember, take five minutes, take your time, come back and do it. Forcing a relationship, forcing attention, forcing love is not the way to have a relationship. It is not going to make anything better. It's just going to make things worse when you force it. No, talk to me now. I want to talk now. It's, just, <laughs> it's not going to work well. It's just not going to sit well for you. It's not going to sit well for them. It's just it's not going to happen. It's just it's not fair to each other. You got to make sure that you guys are very mindful and understanding of one another. It's just the way things work. It's just what's easier for one. The silent treatment is not the way to do it. Lying to each other is not the way to go. Lack of attention is not the way to treat each other. Once someone gets defensive within the conversation that you are having with one another, the conversation's over. That person is no longer listening. And then the other person gets agitated and it just it just goes out the window. I have three steps for you that I have learned on my own to do while also learning and researching. Don't talk when someone is speaking, you speak first, 
the other person's listen. Give each other the attention that each deserves. Make eye contact with one another. Show that you are giving your undivided attention. And if you can't make eye contact, that's fine. But it just shows more attention. Like you're really listening to them. Like you're really paying attention. If you feel you misunderstood the person, this is what I do. I wouldn't say this is what I have learned from like reading, researching, or anything like that. It's something that I do. When someone is done speaking, I'm learning to do this more now, more frequent than ever. Go ahead and say, once they're done talking, hey, please correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I understood. So when you say that to the person, it gives the other person the opportunity to correct themselves if that's not the way you were supposed to take it. It's kind of like if you said something that I took defensively, instead of saying or, or getting all mad and start yelling, wait till they're done, go ahead and say, hey, look, this is the way I took it. Did you mean it this way? It gives them the opportunity to correct themselves, like I said, with what they said. And at the end of the conversation, when you guys are done, I believe this is a great thing to do. Make sure you guys both applaud each other for being honest and open with one another. When you do that, it shows that you, you're expressing and understanding their vulnerability, you know, their their understanding, their insecurities, whatever the conversation may be, that you're understanding it. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, you're really paying attention. Another thing that you should do in a relationship to self-improve yourself within the relationship, because once you do this and the other person is doing it, it, it becomes a two-way street now. Like, it's both of you. You might start it. Maybe this is something that the person that you're with is not used to. They're, they don't know. Listening to this, as I'm telling you, maybe these are things you haven't done and you can go ahead and put into your relationship and see if this helps you. Please, please, please tell the person what you want in the relationship. Don't let the person make assumptions for you. I'm going to give you an example. If I was to go ahead and take you to dinner and I took you to a restaurant where they serve steak, the waiter's not going to know how you want your steak done. You have to tell the waiter, hey, I like my steak rare, medium rare, medium, over, um, uh, medium well, well done. Whatever it is that you may like your steak, you got to tell the waiter what you want because you're going to the restaurant. They don't know what you want to eat. Or if you go ahead and you have breakfast, you, you don't know how they want, you want, they don't, they don't know how you want your eggs over easy, sunny side up, scrambled. They don't know. You have to tell them, right? So why not tell your partner what you want? Why does the partner have to make the assumptions of what you want? Why must I sit here and try to be a mind reader? No one should be a mind reader to one another. You guys should be able to tell each other what you want. You guys are building a foundation with one another. Don't go ahead and start a foundation with someone if you're not going to express of what you want. You got to be able to do that. It just makes things so much easier. Another thing that you need to understand, healthy relationships do not happen overnight. It takes time. It takes problems. It takes misunderstanding, fights, disagreements. It's going to happen for like that you could go ahead and understand one another. I'll give you another example. This is the way I like to see things. When you go ahead and you have your problems and everything, consider it a storm. Pretend it's a storm. You don't want one person holding the umbrella if you see that the wind is taking them, you, you want to hold on to the person, right? You want to hold the umbrella together because that's what's giving you guys shelter for one another. It's covering you guys from the rain. It's helping block off the wind when you put the umbrella down. If one person is holding the umbrella 
and the wind takes the umbrella, make the wind be in the conversation, and they just take the umbrella off, and the umbrella's gone, now you guys are both just there and yelling and not understanding. I don't know if you can picture it that way, but that's the way I like to see it. You guys are now both in the storm, both soaking wet from the rain and cold, and the wind is hitting you. Like There's absolutely no protection. That umbrella is both of your safety nets. It's for the both of you. It's to protect both of you, protect each other, protect each other's insecurities, protect each other's understanding, protect each other's point of views, understand that. Once you go ahead and you give up on that, there's no point of the relationship whatsoever. I mean, absolutely nothing. <laughs> and you might sit here and laugh. I'm <laughs> I laugh because I tell people this. This is me. I'm giving you me. This is my, my thought process. People laugh at me and I say, Sex and intimacy is a major factor of your relationship. (laughs) It is the truth. If you are lacking sex, if you are lacking intimacy with one another, you're going to have the other person guessing. You want nothing to do with them. You don't want to touch them. You're not into them. You don't find them attractive. You don't have any type of desire of even wanting to be in any type of formality relationship with that person. And they're going to start making assumptions. I would. I'm going to start making assumptions. Why she's not touching me? Why she doesn't hold me? Why doesn't she kiss me the way she used to? Why we don't have sex the way we used to? Is she into somebody else? Is she seeing someone else? And then you start playing all these damn scenarios in your head. Is this why she's not answering my text messages or calls? Because she's with somebody. And you are just you are just digging this hole. You, you're, you're digging your own grave. You're digging your own grave because of the lack of communication, the lack of intimacy, the lack of sex. Listen, it, sex is very, very important in the relationship. Fine, you might not be a sexual person. If a person is not sexual, it's true. There's people out there who are not very sexual. They're okay with not having sex. Make sure that you get yourself in a relationship with someone who is not as sexual as you. Because if you get in a relationship with somebody who's very sexually active and you're not sexually active, it's going to cause a little bit of friction. That's just based on my experience. It will cause a little bit of friction. And it can lead to resentment. It's possible. It really could lead to resentment. You know, you need to validate each other's feelings. Once once you feel that it has become hard on you and the other person for resentment, that you guys are not validating each other's feelings, emotions, sexual desires, whatever the case may be, it's just it just goes out the window. You need to learn each other deeply, learn each other's struggles. Learn each other's dreams, see what they want to build, see what they want to do with their life. How do they see themselves in 10 years? What's their plan? All of this is things that you need to learn in your relationship, things that you should be asking in the beginning of the relationship. You might sit there and say, why do I want to learn all this? Because you won't be wasting each other's time. You don't want to go ahead and spend six, seven, eight, nine months with a person, not know any of this, and then come to find out later this is nothing that you want no part of. Now you just wasted your time and the person's time. Don't don't do that. Like don't waste each other's time. Actually see what it is that you guys want with each other. See if you guys can build a foundation. Understand each other. Another thing is when you start meeting this person again to know a person and you want to build something, please stop taking each other to the damn movies. 
You guys aren't really spending any quality time and learning one another. You guys are quiet for two hours watching a movie. Then you go have dinner and then, listen, it is what it is. You might end the night while having sex or whatever the case may be and then go about your day. And then, oh my God, it was such a great night. Why? Because you guys had sex? No. Go sit down at a park. Get a little boombox. Put some music. Do a picnic. Go go hiking. Go on an adventure. Go go take a trip with one another. Go on vacation with one another. Go somewhere. Learn each other. And another thing is you guys aren't going to learn each other completely. And in a full, full circle, you guys aren't going to learn each other until you live together. Because I am telling you right now. You think you know a person until you live with them. <laughs> you think you know them. You really don't because, remember, you're not seeing them in their full scale. You are not. This is why I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you have spent six, seven, eight, nine months with the person and you guys are sleeping each other's houses, sleeping over or whatever, and you guys feel a connection, you feel something's going, move in together. Yes, you're like, what? No. Move in together. See if it's actually worth it. Move in, learn each other, because that's gonna be another, that's that's another mission. That's an that's another journey. Learning each other in the beginning, going on dates and hanging out and um understanding, communicating, talking about each other's um insecurities, your past. That's just the start of the journey. Now you gotta go learn the journey of what it's like to live with each other. These are things that you gotta do in your life, like you have to do. Another thing, if you have kids, don't hide your kids from your relationship. Want to know why? Because if you start hiding your kids for like four, five, six months, I don't want this person to be my kids. I don't want this person to be around them. I don't know if things are going to work. Don't invest your time with a person if you feel it's not going to work. Cut it off. Stop it. Escape. Run. Do whatever it is you got to do. Don't invest if you have the mindset that this isn't going to work. If you feel it's not going to work, stop. You should be able to feel safe to have your kids around with the person you're with because you also want to know, let's say this person doesn't have kids and you have kids or they have kids or whichever way it may be, if they can get along with your kids. That is the most important part of the relationship. It's not you two. It's now how is my significant other going to treat my child? How are they going to be around my kid? Are they going to pay attention to them? Are they going to go ahead and treat them disrespectful? Are they going to try to like... Raise them like their own? Are they going to try? Like, all these things are things that you got to pay attention to. You just can't jump into relationships just for the, like, mm, I'm going to do it. Oh, well, if they don't like kids, that's cool. I'll see if I could get them to like it. No, you cannot do that. If someone does not like kids and you have kids and they tell you, hey, listen, I'm not a kid person, get away. Get away. Because if you go ahead and you involve yourself with someone who doesn't like kids and you go ahead and go through with it, you want to know what? You just put your kids in the back burner. It is what it is. Accept it for what I'm saying. If you go ahead, involve yourself with someone who doesn't like kids, and you bring your kid into that relationship, you just jeopardized you and your child. Don't do that. Accept someone to accept kids if you have kids. If you guys don't want to have kids, cool. There's nothing wrong with that, but these are things that you should be paying attention to when you guys are building new relationships, when in a relationship, when understanding one another. These are just things that you have to do. Now, another thing, when you guys are having conversations and discussing stuff, conversations should not be continuously repeated. If you guys have a conversation once or twice, that's okay. But when you constantly repeat and repeat and repeat, hey, I don't like this, don't do this, 
um, this bothers me. You're making me feel this way. Once it becomes a repeat system, that just means that they don't care. They're not paying attention to your emotions. They are not validating you. You cannot tell me that you are changing. You do it for a week or two, and then you come back and do the same exact thing that you just went on to not do for two weeks. How can you do that? I, I, don't, I don't see how is that progression. If you're going to pull through it, pull through it all the way. Don't do it once or twice to try to make me feel good, to try to say, oh, my God, he's changing, you know, or she's changing. Now I could go ahead and, you know, be a little more vulnerable. And then you do that and then go ahead and go back to their ways. No, man, that's not what you do. If you keep repeating yourself in the way that is nonstop and the conversation keeps coming up over and over and over, don't do it to yourself. You're, you're just totally ignoring your own feelings and you are not validating yourself. When you're in this relationship with the person that you care and you want to build, make sure you make them feel safe, loved, wanted, understood, and most of all, comfortable with all the insecurities they may have. It's a process. It takes time. People have boundaries. You got to be patient. Understand. I'm, I, I can never say that enough. Communication is everything. You need to be patient. But don't let your insecurities go unnoticed either. You need to make sure that they notice yours as well and that you also need validation as they may need validation. Everybody needs validation in their relationship. Everybody needs validation as a purpose. Everybody needs validation for themselves. Everybody needs validation just to get by sometimes. It just, it just helps the process. It helps people feel good. It helps me feel good when I get validated. And I'm pretty sure it helps you when you feel validated. It's just, it's just the right thing to do to people, especially when you care about someone to make the person feel validated. One thing I will say is don't offer a fake world you can't give. Don't offer things unseen. Don't try to build the foundation for a person. Don't try to make them happy with themselves. Don't try to change them if they don't want to change. Don't do any of that. Everything has to be done on their own, same way you have to do it on your own. When you guys can actually do that separately, then you go ahead and you build a foundation together and you expand. That's how the relationship works. You need to be happy with you. That person needs to be happy with them. Then you build. I'm learning something so new and this is like really new to me and I'm still learning. These are things that <laughs> I honestly sit here and I debate on a regular love languages. Yes, there are five love languages. Words of affirmation, which is verbal compliments where you tell them you look beautiful. I like that dress. Your hair looks great. I like your nails and such on. Then you have physical touch. That's obviously sexual and non-sexual. I want to make that very clear. It doesn't just have to be sexual, nor does it have to be non-sexual. It could be a massage. You know, give them a kiss, a hug, sex, anything like that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It's both of them. You have to have both. Receiving gifts, you know, things that reflect thoughtfulness, you know, flowers, chocolates, anything in that nature. Quality time. When you focus on that person and you give them your undivided attention just between you two, put your phone down, leave it alone, turn, turn off your electronics, um, get some board games, play some board games, put a movie that you guys might want to watch together, hear some music together, I don't know, sit down and have a drink with one another, put some music and dance, just you two, spend quality time with one another. Then you have access service. 
And I believe this is um, any act of that eases the burden of responsibility. I'm going to guess like in the sense of um, washing dishes, washing clothes, cooking, cleaning, anything of that nature. What I'm trying to say is that everybody has their own love language. Everybody has their own way of expressing their love. And it might not be the same as yours. So you need to be patient. You need to learn. You need to understand and communicate that. But I do believe, and I will say this over and over and over, you need every single love language in the relationship for it to work. You got to go ahead and do acts of service. You have to have quality time. You have to give gifts. You have to have the physical touch and words of affirmation. I read this quote. Your love language will be understood by those fluent enough to listen and reciprocate. It is not your duty to teach people how to love you. Billy Shapata. We need to be very mindful, be very respectful, and not give people something that we are not. Don't pretend to be someone who you aren't. Don't give or pretend to give something that you will not be able to stand by. Our love languages are different. Everybody shows love in a different way. Everyone expresses it in a different way. Even the way we may word the way we love each other. Some people do it more than others. Some people do it less than others. We just need to find a way to understand and, like Billy Chapata said, reciprocate it. If we can get that done with our significant other, it would be so easy, so simple, and it would not complicate things. Tell the person what you want. Tell the person who you are. Save the lies. Save the complication. And see if it's actually worth it. It'll make things easier. Just remember, everybody shows their love and care differently. I think this is something that everybody should learn. You should learn all five love languages and see what your love language is. It's okay if you don't have the same love language as the person you're with. It's okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to Change the Chapter. If you guys have any tips or like to talk or maybe mention the topic, feel free to email me at changethechapter13 at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram. That's Ortiz, O-R-T-I-Z, underscore, 5285. And on the next episode, we'll talk about who should be part of your circle and who shouldn't.